Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? Okay, first things first. We need to decide. We need to make an executive call between the three of us. Is there any floating going on down here? Lots of it. Josh, how much? How much of the of, of they? How much do they float? Do all of them float? Do few of them float, or do some of them float? What do you think? Eighty-one point three percent. Um. So that's many of them float. Yes. Okay. That's Got a good it. most. I would say most float. Yeah. Okay. Well, but if you get an eighty on a test, do you get? Did you get most of the answers right? Yeah. I mean, unless it was like. An essay test. I once told a student to go uh, go home and do an essay, and she came back pregnant. Hey, there's a joke. That's a that's a classic joke. It's a free one. All right, classic comedy. Let's go, boys. Boom. Uh, <laughs> so today, we are talking not about teenage <laughs> pregnancy. We're talking about, well, we're talking about a, a movie that could lend itself to some teenage pregnancy. <laughs> we'll get into all that later. Um, oh my God. We're talking Not about a true it. adaptation. <laughs> We're talking about it tonight. I'm gonna try to. We're gonna. We, I'm gonna try to, to do my best to save that discussion for later because I have a lot of things to say about it. Um, Why? Everything that's been said has been me, said. Guys. I just. Well, I need to get my how spin out. How far into the book are you? I am. I don't know. Uh, out of 44 hours, I only have 12 hours left. Jesus Christ. So that's 32 hours in. Nice. Are you in which like section are you in? Like what's happening? Um, is it part Beverly's one or part telling two? a story about how Patrick Hofstetter is about to get axed. Oh, okay. Shit. So we're right before the, the first confrontation when they're kids. Right before the big scene that we're talking about. Yeah, I, we need to talk about it. I just found out about it, and we got to get to it. This is this this episode's going to earn its e-tag, i got to say. The book is like goes back and forth between adults and kids, right? Yeah. So... Before we get into all that talk, we need to go over a, a Real Flix follow-up. Not quite a Real Flix exclusive, but it's a Real Flix follow-up from our investigative team. And, Josh, we've heard from our, our deep sources inside Disney and Lucasfilm that J.J. Abrams is going to be returning for Star Wars Episode IX. So what have your sources been telling you? No, I don't know. Refrain from making a deep throat joke for a little bit, because I... <laughs> I'll throw you a layup soon. No, uh, but no, JJ's back, right? Yay! Yeah. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for them to blow up another Death Star, you guys. Right? Yeah, because uh, they just, like, it's all they can do. He can only make the same movies. Ugh, God. But let's. What? Is, what's your take on it, Cody? Are you happy to have JJ back? Or I'm fine with it? I mean, I wish Ryan Johnson was doing it, but. There was, Rumor has it he turned it down. Which makes me sad because he could have made it truly great. Truly but great. Not that just makes great. me happy because it means they like what he did with The Last Jedi. So Yeah. Unless The Last Jedi sucks. <laughs> didn't, didn't think about that, did you, Josh? Huh? Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, yeah, like think about it. Colin Trevorrow thought the book Henry was good. Yeah, he brought it right back around. You, you what if did. I watch that movie and I end up liking it? What it's would you do? That's probably what's gonna happen. You know, what's that's gonna probably happen. what's gonna happen. What happened? Gonna... Remember when I liked Power Rangers? 
that's a movie that you can at least somewhat enjoy. This that has action scenes. This does not. There's nothing to enjoy about Book of Henry except well, I again, it's horrible, but it's fun to watch. So if you know it's bad, you're probably going to have a better time with it. I didn't know it was going to be bad, so I like I went through. Oh, you I, thought it was going to be bad. Well, I. Th- I thought it would be, but I didn't know it would be that level bad. But you know how what level of bad it is. So you're probably going to be more oh, okay. Well, that wasn't that was at least stupid. But I didn't know. It I mean, was I've stupid. read I've read the entire plot synopsis. Yeah. You listened to our episode of the Real Flix podcast, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound. It just sounds kind of dumb. You know, that's I didn't think I didn't know that going in. I thought it was going to be like, I don't know, not a Stranger Things kind of thing, but like you know. Kind of not kind of Home Alone is sort of what I was thinking of, but or like mix of Home Alone, E.T. and I don't know what's another what's a movie like Red Dawn or something like that. And I was like, oh no, this is just terrible in every single possible way. Great, awesome. But J.J. back. Um, The movie's been pushed to December twentieth, two thousand seventeen, which is convenient. Or 2019, excuse yeah, 2019. me. 2019. It's conveniently oh, oh. the day that a psychic told me I was going to die. So I guess we'll have to be a wait and see on that one. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm confident in J.J. He made my second favorite Star Wars movie. I know I said it was my favorite at the time, but it's my second favorite now. Hold on now, hold on. I don't like it anyways. So you just, you just got me into a, a, tussle? a Red Dawn kind of mood. Oh, boy. So let's think about this. Well, when are you How not thinking Star about Wars... Russians, though? Literally every day. Thank you. But what if they just like remade Red Dawn but with Star Wars? Okay. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? I mean, it's kind of what they're doing I, now. I, they're all young people. No, I, I know nothing about Red Dawn. So this watch Red Dawn. Holy shit. Uh, it's like a futuristic kind of movie where the only, the the only thing I know about Red Dawn is that Josh Peck was in the remake. No, fuck that movie. That's not what I'm talking about. I didn't watch it. So. He's talking watch about the, the Patrick OG. Swayze one. Yeah. Oh. A good one. I haven't seen sure. it, but I know of it, and I've I think I would enjoy it. But Russians are just great villains overall; they're fun. Well, the thing about that is, it's not only Russians; it's That's all true. communists. So it's Russians and like Cubans and Venezuelans. As a deadly combination, but I'm I'm always down for some communism in whatever media it decides to show up in. Um, but yeah, JJ's back. Uh, any surprises, predictions, hopes, fears? Wants, well, I needs. think you all know what I'm hoping for now. What are you hoping for? I want him to just do Red Dawn with Star Wars. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Josh, any trepidation going forward, or are you just expecting J.J. to <laughs> swing and hit a home run? I mean, I will it. say an argument. I've The only legit, well, not legit, only like criticism I've heard outside of the whole, like, um, he's going to remake Return of the Jedi. So I was like, forget all that. The one thing I've heard, I'm like not completely against. Like I, I get it. Is like he doesn't. He's better at like starting things than ending things. Like if you look at a lot of his movies, Super Eight is the first half is better than the second. I love Super Eight, but the first half kind of starts way stronger and sets up way better than the way it lands. And I think the same goes for like Star Trek Into Darkness. Heck, look at look look at Lost. And well, to be fair, he had nothing to do with Lost, but he created it. He, I mean. Follow like outside of the first season, but like he also they also did use his script for the finale supposedly or at least parts of it, so that makes me a little unsure. But he is probably going to be working alongside Ryan Johnson at least in developing it right now in some capacity. I don't know how much, and also he's not the only one working on it. So 
you know, yeah, let's we'll, get we'll into see. that for a second. So we heard a little while ago that Jack Thorne of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child fame was going to be rewriting the script, and then shortly thereafter, Colin Trevorrow got canned, and then along with the director announcement uh, from the other day, we also found out that Chris Terrio of Batman v Superman slash Justice League slash kind of Argo fame is going to be writing the script with him. That was like kind of Argo. Because it was like five years ago, and it's like, it was obviously the, you know, it was maybe an aberration, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's a great movie. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, but he's also going to be making two like DC movies in between that, so... Maybe that's more the writer that he actually is. I don't know. But the point is, he's a mixed bag. And I certainly expect, unlike with Batman v Superman and what I assume, and I'm assuming Justice League for the most part, I think Lucasfilm's going to be able to get the best out of him in terms of theme. Because yeah. even, even though he sh- like shoves it down your throat, the Batman v Superman themes are pretty interesting about... You know, God and man and all that kind of stuff. And Yeah, there's great concepts in that movie. But, like, like my, my problem with the script in that movie was how, like, heavy-handed his dialogue was in some scenes. It's like, I don't need to be preached at yeah, exactly. by Lex Luthor. Like, I don't, need, I don't need everything in metaphor. Exactly. Like, come on. Yeah, everything is about coming from the sky. Like, yeah, the movie is, it's written, he, he, I just hope, I think he'll, they'll be able to rein in his tendency to write and trailer speak. I, and... I think him. I think him and JJ are going to kind of balance each other out because JJ sometimes you could maybe you could argue he's maybe a little too simplistic, yeah. or too, like, and then he's completely the opposite direction too much. Yeah. Um. So I think they'll definitely balance each other out in terms of writing. So these movies are so you have to walk such a fine line with Star Wars, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there are, there's are some more consistent writers that you could have gotten. Like you know get. Hey, get Jonathan They're Nolan. They're not getting Aaron Sorkin. Don't even bring it up. I wasn't going to say that, but I'm just, I would think Jonathan Nolan would be interesting. He wrote the first... Sorkin wouldn't lend himself well to a Star Wars movie. I he, hate to break he's been looking at Marvel and DC. Yep. Has well, he done that's it? fine. He hasn't... I he's, think he's, he's moved had... on pretty quickly from those. We'll, never, not, we'll never know. I can guarantee you that's not going to happen. You never know. Politics. If that happens, you can... I don't know. I'll get a tattoo of your choosing if he writes... It's Marvel or DC movie. That's how confident I am. What if that's his next directing job? Uh, I'm so happy. That'd be so funny. I think he's moving. <laughs> no. If it's directing, then I'll just straight up jump up. off a bridge. I don't even care. I don't want to live in that world. Um, unless it's Batman, obviously. Um, I hope it's like Ant-Man or someone. I don't know. Ant-Man would be fine. Because <laughs> like Edgar Aaron Wright, Sorkin Edgar Wright wrote a draft of together. Ant-Man, and it kind of has that same... You know, punchiness to it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate Ant Man. But anyways, uh, Star Wars. Are we? We're confident in Episode Nine, yeah. and thank God it's back in December. It's like, does it really matter at this point that the last Star Wars movie was released in May? Like, who cares? No. It's it's you're gonna think, make so think, much more money if you don't I think put Lucasfilm it in May. is finally like I think they keep trying to make the May thing happen. Yeah, to like, make it like go back to tradition, but it's like it's just not gonna happen. It's like no, you said it in December. That's that's tradition now. Just yeah. stop. Let it that's be a new thing. December's. I, great. I, I think I also think they're possibly testing the waters to see if they could try to squeeze in two movies a year, like May and December. I don't yeah. want that to happen. Yeah, definitely. But I, not. I feel like that's. Having Star Wars at the end of the year, even if I'm not excited for the movie, I'm not that I'm not excited for anything that's coming out. Like you know, 
if Josh Trank hadn't had a mental breakdown and made Boba Fett and it was coming out in 2018 or whatever in December, even though I would don't really think I would like care to see that movie. Oh, that'd be, I want that. I'd still be excited so because like, oh, it's a Star Wars movie in Christmas time and that's just the coolest thing now, you know? Uh, I don't know. But I'm, I'm glad I'm glad they're coming to their senses and I hope they, yeah, like you said, stop trying to make May happen. It's not going to happen. Just, we don't <laughs> want it like that. It's You're going to make more money by putting it in December and having a couple of months to yourself, basically. So just let it be. Um, Cody, any final thoughts on JJ? No. No, Josh. I'm still waiting for whole, the whole Jar Jar thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on, and let's uh, let's play a little game of guess the movie. It's a very simple game. You are given clues, and then you have to what, Cody? Guess the movie. Boom, got it, nailed it, hundred percent. So, who would like to go first? I'll go first. All right, Cody. Your film stars Hayden Christensen. It's Jumper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is that it? Point Cody. All right, sure. Really? Is that it? Yeah, oh, it was. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was, I, my clues were Hayden Christensen, sci-fi, two thousands, and then to like get you to think Star Wars, and then I was gonna say Doug Lyman, and be like, oh, it's not Star Wars, but you're just like, oh, okay, all right, Cody. Fair well, enough. I saw Stray um, Savage. Jumper. I saw Jumper in the theater. Oh wow! You're I love it so much. You're the guy. Wow. Okay. So Josh, I guess is next. <laughs> All right. So your movie. Just let me finish the clues, please. Okay. Is a 1980s film starring Billy Crystal that did not get a sequel and is set in New York City. I've never seen a Billy Crystal movie. Jesus you have, Christ. according to your letterboxed. Oh, I've God. seen Monsters Inc. That's it. Again, according to your letterbox, you have. So, talk it out. I can give you a little bit of clarification and maybe one more hint. Okay. You said 1980s? 1980s. So, that is the time between January 1st, 1980 and December 31st, 1989. So, roughly that span of time. Okay. Um, Is Google running slow or... No, okay. can Can you give me any more hints? It is a Disney film. Disney film. <sighs> How many guesses do I get? Three. Three. Did it come out before? Uh... <sighs> Did it come out before or after 85? After 1985. So that's the okay. time between... January first, nineteen eighty-six, and December thirty-first, nineteen eighty-nine. I'm letting. I'm just gonna go with this bit. I don't care if you guys don't think it's funny. I think it's funny. Aliens. I don't. I don't know why it's. Why would it be funny? My bit. Yeah. What's your bit? Because uh... yeah, it's obvious how what time is after nineteen eighty-five. You know. I don't know. Just shut up, okay? It's a meme, you dip. It's a meme. I don't. I don't get it. You're the worst. You and your memes. Um, My mims. So I'm a, you got about 20 seconds. Billy Crystal. Oh, whoops. I got my, what? <laughs> I got the wrong Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Who is it? So take, I'll, I'll give you some extra time. So take all that okay. back. It actually stars Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Shit. Not all Billys are the same. 
<laughs> Hashtag not all Billies. I thought Billy Joel was a singer. He is. Okay. Okay, I'll Billy give you one more hint. Okay. The soundtrack of the film features a song by, by great Billy American Joel. artist Huey Lewis. And oh, also and Billy the news? Joel. No, not the news. Right. Only what Huey. What the fuck? News the 80s was... <clears throat> you said edited. it was a Disney movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Right, is it an animated movie? movie? It might be. Well, it's a Disney movie, so I kind of think I think that narrows it down. All right, thirty seconds. Okay. Um. Ten. Ah, shit. Is it the Great Mouse Detective? No. Five. Damn it. Four. Three. Oliver and Company. Correct. Right, the buzzer. Right. Billy Joel would be proud of you. Who you is he? It. Dodger, apparently. Oh, Jesus. I've seen that movie in like 10 years. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. It's good. It's sad. The first few minutes will make you want to die. Oh, it's depressing as hell. It's like, eh, what's worse? Like... Is the beginning of Up worse or Up? No, I Oof, think this but, is worse because I don't care. If but, Oliver and is, but Oliver and Company is a better movie. So, well, hey, now. I, would, I wouldn't overrated. say that. Up is fabulous. That is one of the most overrated Pixar movies. No, Up is an amazing movie. I cannot remember anything that happens after the first 10 minutes. Outside of the stupid Kevin. dog gag. Kevin. And <laughs> Who Doug, cares? And the he like, they Doug, go on the Doug's blimp funny. with that old guy with all the dogs. It's, so and he goes Who cares? back to Paradise Falls. You're, you're I, I, hard. I don't care Where, about any of that. What, what pumps the black sludge through your body? If you, I mean, you obviously <laughs> don't have a heart. That and Wally. I'm just like, what? Why? See... Confession time. I've actually never seen Wally. Wally's boring. Wally's awesome. It's so a silent cool. film, basically, and I love that about it. And it points out how fat and stupid we are. <laughs> All right, my turn. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, okay. Your movie. Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. Sweet. Uh, okay. okay. I don't have Cody's magic today. I'm sorry. Your movie. Okay. Is in t- is from the two thousands. Gotcha. What and what time period is that? Just I can't think of it. Two thousand to two thousand and nine, I guess. Got it. Okay. And it is by a I'll say critically acclaimed director. Okay, that doesn't that's not a that's not a fact. That's just a an observance or an opinion. Maybe it's a director I hate, so Okay, it's by an does race matter? I don't know. Black Lives He's Matter, not Josh. Black. A, not, a not white director. Um, okay. So that narrows it down to four directors. So, <laughs> commentary. Okay. Whoa. Um, Oscar's so white. In a supporting role, it stars Nick Nolte. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no. Oh, no! The Kool-Aid Man movie? what it is. Cody, say nothing. Oh fuck! It's Hulk. God, stop! Guess. It's Hulk. I know. <laughs> You're the f- that bad meme, Josh. Very bad meme. That was that so. Now was we get to finish the conversation that I started several weeks ago. <laughs> oh my god! Stop. You old and grudges. Mason gets a point because Hulk is an underrated masterpiece, and I love it. I think you forget the fact that I edit these shows. I don't care. <laughs> Can you please just uh, bleep it out, like it's a curse word? <laughs> the movie is angry. And it's incredible, and everyone so, like, should give it a second chance. Be... I'm totally gonna do it. It's ahead of its time. 
Well, that's a lot of effort to go through just for that. I love Hulk. That was all to beeps. Beep. You need to beep every single one of them. I'm downloading. God, I'm downloading sensor beep as we speak. Fuck Good. you. <laughs> Oh my god, you're the worst person ever. But I'm gonna use the account and just tweet out "ing is great" right now. Change the password. Yeah, it's no longer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you actually need to change the password. Shit. Yeah, you just said it out loud. I'll beep that out too. We're all everything's beeped. (laughs) Just call this episode beep. (laughs) Hey Cody, you know what you can go do? What? You can go, go hug. hug yourself? You can go hug your mother. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, let's move on from the silliness and do more silliness. Let's talk about it. But is it as good as fuck? Yeah. Much better. Significantly. <laughs> Noticeably. Even the, uh, even the miniseries is better. You could lobotomize somebody, show them it, and show them Hulk, and ask them who, which one was better, and they will drool in towards the direction of it. That's they'll they'll it, point and laugh is. at Pennywise and they'll say that that's the best. Exactly. So, let's talk about it. Josh, <laughs> since you're being a little shit, I'm going to let Cody do initial <laughs> thoughts. Oh, is that my cue? That's your cue. Um, I really, really like this movie. Like, a lot more than I probably should, but Ooh. okay, I I love it so much. I really, really enjoyed it. Those are my initial thoughts. Let's move on. Boom. So as for myself, still in timeout, Josh. <laughs> there are three things that I don't like about a movie. There are three, thi- three things about a movie that can turn me off almost instantly. I don't like horror movies. I swear to God, you're just going to read your letterbox review, aren't you? No, I, don't, I'm, I only love it. I don't like nostalgia, and I don't like children. This movie had all. Of those I love things. all three of those things. I I this movie had all three of those things, and I enjoyed the piss out of myself. It was so good. I had a blast with it. It is a horror movie that I give a shit about, and that I'm interested in seeing and revisiting at some point in the future. And I can say that about like The Conjuring, and that's about it. And I loved it, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. Further. So, Josh, you can go now, I guess. It's great. I loved it. Yeah. Real in depth. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're doing I, good no, today, uh, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a great movie. Um, it's I'd say it's definitely one of the best Stephen King Stephen King adaptations. Um, I mean, it's just, it's an awesome movie. The kids are great. It's scary. It's fun. Um, and it's just it's got it all. It's just really. It just works, and it works both as a part one and as a complete standalone story, um, which is awesome. Uh, Pennywise is great, and honestly gives one of my favorite performances I've seen in a while. Yeah, same. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Skarsgård. Um, is he yeah, the best Skarsgård? I, so, I, don't, is that, is that I always go with Stellan first. Which one's Stellan? Is that the guy from Thor? Yeah. But this dude, he was never my favorite. Yeah, no. The only other Skarsgård I knew was the one from Vikings. I don't know what his name is. I like Peter. Oh, that's Sarsgård. Sorry. That's my that's my favorite joke ever. Just so you know. Um, I don't. What's what's the joke? I don't understand. Peter Sarsgård is somebody completely different. 
Is he really? Yeah. Stupid. I, know. I hate Norse people. Hold on, I'm going to look up the name of this guy that I'm thinking about. Norsist? Is it possibly a racist against Norse people? I don't know. Yeah. Let's find out. Uh, um, let's see. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on just one second. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. It's Gustav Skarsgård. Gustav. That's the second name. best Skarsgård brother. Okay. It's official canon. Um, let's talk, since you brought it up, Josh, we should probably start off with Pennywise. The um, best part of best, the movie? best opening scene of the year. Yes. Oh yeah, I mean, I didn't expect that. I know nothing. I've seen little parts of the movie. Oh, you didn't know how the story started? No, I had no idea. I knew Jesus. the kid. I I put it together in the trailers that the kid was gonna get yanked down the drain at some point. But Pennywise bites his arm off a child. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. And I felt I was like, wow, that's great. When I saw a child getting his arm ripped off and but you want to know the worst part about it was that. I gave a shit about that kid. Yeah. After watching him for about four seconds. Yeah, I like Bill. When he was just hanging out with his brother, I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Why is he such a good actor? He's so young. Yeah. No, I agree. And I got to say, again, you can find this in my letterbox review, but these these kids are better than the Potter kids were. the, the, The Potter kids were so, like... They were awkward and still... T- I don't care because it's like... I expect so little from children that it's... Even if you're okay... Not just in acting, but in general. I just hate them. But even if you're just like okay and, you know, barely reading your lines, I'm just like, okay, you're six years old. Who cares? You shouldn't be able to... You probably don't even know how to tie your shoes yet, but you're in a movie. Fine, whatever. Yet you can't give Jungle Book a chance. No, no because, because he's terrible. Sucks. Yeah, the kid's he's really great. bad. He's... Great. I mean, and I, I don't, he's not. I'm, I, I'm not surprised because he's on a soundstage and he's looking at tennis balls all day. That yeah, nobody's gonna be very good in that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he could have tried harder, maybe. I'm up know. here. That's see, that's a, that's <gasps> a point in which maybe whitewashing would have been a good idea. I don't know. Get a pro in there. Wow. Like who? Like the kid from Room in that? Oh, yeah, sure. Just, just give him a spray tan. Throw him in there. Oh Got God, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> But no, these kids are great. Um, I definitely, I definitely um, related the most to uh, what's his name, Charlie? Richie. Richie, yeah, Richie was great. Richie was, was like me if I had more. Con- Richie was me if I had more confidence because as soon as I would try to like be that raunchy and funny and people wouldn't laugh, I would just like shrivel into nothing. But he was just he just owned it. And he's like, ah, I don't know, I'm just gonna be the worst person, which is fine. But. I have I have I have a, an a special a very special soft spot for um what's his name uh Eddie the hypochondriac with the overbearing mother yeah, yeah, yeah. who feeds him placebos I don't know I think that he, he might have been the best actor in the whole movie He was in, great like he was just really like Jane Lieber is still kind of awkward and he's like trying to be like the leading man almost despite being a straight up child but <laughs> But that kid, the kid that played, uh, kid that played Eddie, was just so like natural, and he actually seemed like he didn't seem like he was acting. Whereas most of the others were like, "Okay, you're you're acting, and that's fine." But this kid's like next level, and I don't know why. But when I was watching, I was like, "I've seen him in something before." I don't know what. I look it up, and he's like 14, and he's done nothing. So I don't know. I mean, maybe because he looks like every leading man as a child. That's kind of true. Yeah, that is true. He looks like yeah, like a a baby version of. I don't know. Toby Maguire? Fuck that. No, he's much better than Toby Maguire. Yeah. Why does everyone hate Toby Maguire? Because he's, he's a piece of shit. His stupid he's face. He's awesome. He has the same face. 
No, he doesn't. He does not. He looks nothing like Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire's... You could, like... You could use his upper lip as, like, a tent if you needed to. It's just <laughs> so... It's insane. He looks like a turtle. He and Mitch McConnell are probably long-lost relatives. Just oh, the same fucking face. Anyways. Just wait wait until Tobey Maguire's old. He's going to become a, uh, one of those melting candle men. Exactly. Um... So what what did you guys like about or what cast members stuck out to you the most, other than Skarsgård? I mean, to me, it's probably just because I love Stranger Things. But uh, what's his name? Finn Wolfhard as Richie. He was my favorite. Yeah, he was so um, funny. I, I just I I just loved him. And I was I mean he played. I was half expecting him to just play the same character from the show, but he didn't. He was completely different, and I loved him. He's he's a great performer so yeah, see, he's um, the one that i'm looking at and i'm like i can see him having a Corey feldman life where he's like i was oh, i was in these two iconic children's properties and i can't move past that like oh like he's gonna be the guy showing up at cons in 30 years being like it's me from stranger things you know <laughs> while like billy bobby brown's gonna be winning oscars and whatever and all the other kids are gonna be doing their thing and he's gonna be like stuck in the past i hope that doesn't happen but it might well didn't um, we agree that he's the one who would uh Developed the drug habit. No, no, no. That was the kid that got stuck in the upside down. Was Actually, the same kid? I mean, technically, one of them is going to develop a drug habit in the sequel. No, we're talking about IRL, bro. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, Thanks for ruining the bit. Let me, yeah. Let me ask you this. <laughs> who, who in this cast are you buying stock in? So, like, if you put 50 bucks down on one of these guys. It and has then, to be only one of them? Yeah, just the, the your main your main squeeze. Like just the kids, not just including kids. Skarsgård. Okay. Skarsgård. Uh, honestly, uh, what's either him or what's her name? Uh, Sophia something. The Lois. girl. The girl. Yeah. The, <laughs> the only girl in the cast. Sexist. Well, the mom is a girl, so boom. No one cares about her. She was so. I hated her so much. Which Ooh, which Casbrack? Eddie's mom. Yeah, Eddie's yeah. mom. She was like, "Why are you like this? Stop! You're not being nice right now." Yeah, she's worse than the boss. She reminded me of um, oh, some uh, this is gonna sound fucking terrible. Uh, what? the mom from the Water Boy. <laughs> oh, great movie. <laughs> what do you have to feel bad about? That's an awesome yeah, comparison. Really, I don't know. It's just like that was such a, like a like a bitchy character, and so? she was That's a bitch. Point. Yeah. So I don't know what you're trying to. These kids, yeah. the girl who played Sophia Lewis was born in 2002. That gives me anxiety. I don't like that. Please stop. Um, you shouldn't be able they were to do all things. Born. Guess what? They were all born after 9-11. Wolf. Rip in peace, 9-11. Um, I can't, I'm not going to go there right now. Yeah, let's I think stop. I that was like on. two days ago. Let's relax, <laughs> okay. everybody. Uh, uh, Cody, well, mine's obviously Eddie. I, the kid was... Yeah, I, I want to say Eddie as well. Yeah. Uh, I... Speaking of the cast, the kid from Sing Street, uh, what's he was played the Jew. Oh, wow, that sounds really bad. Oh God, <laughs> I'm sorry. Some 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 of these kids, they just like, oh, he's the hypochondriac, and the Finn Wolfhard is the jokester, and Jane Lieber's the leader. Your kid's the black kid. He's the fat kid. He's the Jew. You know, it's just it, it's unavoidable. It's just, I can't it was keep the way it was. It's the way the book was written too. I know, yeah, I, I can't keep all the names straight. So if I have to end up with the, you know, referring to somebody as the Jew, please just. I have bad memories, so please just leave Listen, me alone. Listen, here, here at the Real Flicks Podcast, we love everybody of all religions. We do. So I love Jewish worry, people. They're the best people. They're they're really great. They're so funny. Unintentionally funny, which is the best kind of funny. But um, he was kind of like in the... He was like... I, you could probably take him out of the movie, and I don't think it would really miss 
you'd lose that much because he was just sort of I'm background. Just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you, Mason. That they probably did that on purpose. Because why? Do you want me to tell you why? Oh please. Spoilers for it too, everybody. Oh wait, um, actually don't. I don't want to know this. No? I don't want to know this. Read the book. Okay. Well, I haven't read the book, but I'm sure there's it. a perfect good reason. But no, he's he's kind of in the background. It's hard to do. It's hard to balance a cast like this where there's so many people and not reduce them to stereotypes or to a one name kind of title, like I mentioned. But um, uh, I mean, he was he was fine. Um, and the kid that played Mike was also a little bit. Like, I think he was underused. Yeah, he should have been in the movie more. Yeah, he plays a more important role in the second half, but right. But as far you as know. you know, not dying, I think he did a good job at that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of a horror movie trope: is that black guy dies first. It's, um, I thought I thought Ben was great too, the fat one. He was good, but he was really um there for exposition. Yeah, yeah you need a character like that, though. You know, I, I don't, I, I didn't mind that. Um, so let's so let's circle back There's... and talk about Skarsgård. Pennywise. Uh, before we do, before we do, there's two other, there's two other performances we got to talk about. I don't. Henry no Bowers. Talk, no, yeah, no one's talking about them because they're great. One is Henry Bowers, who is awesome. Yeah, he's pretty good. He was great. I thought he was a little over the top in some scenes, but he was performance-wise, he was. Yeah, it's a amazing. Stephen King novel. Every like yeah. every bad guy is like is up to eleven. They're not like just yeah. like a normal real life. He was. Bad guy. He was they're a like, psychopath. Be, he, like he he opened a knife into his dad's neck. I was like, bro, yeah. come on. Um, and then the other one is the kid who plays Georgie. Yeah, he was God, great. So good. He was yeah. great, and he's like seven years old. Yeah, creep, so, the the idea of a creepy awesome. kid is so overused in horror movies, and this one was like, okay, now, yeah, I'll buy. I'm not. I'm unsettled by this, and just his. He had a great face for being a creepy kid, and Henry Bowers was too. Whatever he, whoever he played, but uh, that's the character's name. Henry Bowers is in the book. Oh, I thought you were talking about the person. Okay, sure. No, I don't know the, the guy's name. Whatever, that's fine. So Skarsgård, we need to talk about Pennywise. Yeah. Yes, the best part of the movie. Best mean? part of the movie, best villain of the year. Oh my God, I loved him so much. Pennywise for president, two K or two thousand twenty, please. So Cody, I don't, I, Cody, thoughts? Um, Josh, it sounded like you wanted to say something. Yeah, just he's before in, we. He's still in time. Just, I just, no, no, no. no. Before ahead. we get, Go ahead. I just want to jump right to this. Oh God. Is and I normally don't like to play this game, but okay. is he? Or Tim Curry, the better Pennywise. I think. Um, I don't know. Is, is Jack Nicholson or Heath Joker a better Joker? They're different interpretations. What Heath I... Joker isn't a person. What? You said Heath Joker. Fuck you, man. Heath Good Ledger one, Chief. is he? I mean, maybe I said Heath Joker. I don't know. Run the. Tape I think back I from... think Tim Curry does some things better. Yeah. He's funnier than Skarsgård. <laughs> but as far as like pure creepiness goes. It's it's all on Skarsgård. Yeah, he was. I don't. He never. The thing about this movie that I did. I'm gonna. I'll, I guess I'll get this out of the way. I didn't like is that it reaches such a peak in the first scene, and it never. It gets close to that level of scares, but it never quite quite gets to the top. But I didn't really care because, just in general, I couldn't stop watching Pennywise. Like he's. Yeah. You can't take your eyes off him, mostly because he just shows up. And it's great, but he also you, even if you've seen him and know what he looks like, there's something about him. It's like I don't. I think I'm missing something with this guy, and I just I, I I just couldn't stop. I couldn't take. I'm pretty sure I missed stuff just because I wasn't even paying attention to anything else when he was on screen. He was 
so good. The one scene definitely. where he's doing that like dance as he's walking oh, towards, I think it was Richie out. or someone. He's doing that like thing with his arms. That creeped me the hell out. That was just that was amazing. The way he used his body was like really unnerving. Yeah, uh, down in the sewers, right? When the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was bad. That unnerved me big time. Um, and I love another thing I loved about him, and this is more of like a directorial kind of thing. But the way that they made him look, and like the design when they had to do CGI and kind of where his mouth got huge, or when you kind of the teeth like his face just kind of opened up and there was just a bunch of teeth it was done to the exact perfect amount where it's not like okay now we're just getting crazy with cgi but it actually um, it looked as close as it could to a clown's face opening up to like a bajillion teeth you know and it was spooky spooky what else did you guys uh like about scars garden or just Pennywise in general, how he's written everything i just i love the way he's used Mm -hmm. because honestly until He's he opens up the movie and then he's like sprinkled. He just we see him like interact with all the kids, but like there's a good like forty five minutes where he's just not in the movie, and it's just all about the kids. And I liked that they kind of I mean they took their time. This movie's two and a half, not two and a half. It's like two hours and ten minutes long, and like they use all that time. There's like they introduce the clown, they you know get you into the horror mood, and then they go into like developing the kids going to the story, the adventure kind of thing, and then kind of bringing it back into the more horror stuff, bringing Pennywise back into the story. Right. And, like, I, just, I love the way he, they used him, and I didn't think he was... I think that made him that much more effective. Uh, there's one scene in particular that I thought... I When I was in the movie, I, I thought, I was like, oh, I'm just seeing something. I'm not... This is just, like, probably like a, some sort of Matrix thing where, like, I think I see something, but it's probably... It's just my mind trying to make a face, but... When the fat kid was in the library and he was like looking at the pictures and it went, when the camera went to a wide shot, there was a librarian in the back. Did you guys notice that? She I don't was think like, so. What she was mean? staring right into the camera and like doing this creepy ass smile. And I'm, I, I saw, so I only. Oh, I know what you're, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I heard, uh, I was listening to someone else talking about this and yeah, they noticed it. They think, I think it's, it's supposed to be intentional. I don't. That's super cool. Yeah. Like I said, I was just like, oh, that's... I couldn't really tell in the movie if that was... If she was just, like, actually doing this creepy smiling thing or if he was, if it was just, like, Maya's playing tricks on me and it's just, like, a figment of my imagination or she's just looking in a weird angle or something like that. But a lot of people are having a similar experience, and that is something I absolutely love, 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 love about not just horror movies but movies in general, especially, like, this and comedies. You know, putting something in the background or putting it off to the side where you don't really get a good look at it and they don't reference it in the story and it's just kind of there for either atmosphere or just for you to or just to like enhance your experience on rewatch. And that's such a that's just such a cool thing where it's not an Easter egg. It's just a it's an extra little thing that um, you may or may not notice that it'll get people talking about and like, oh, I didn't realize that, like exactly what we're doing now, basically. And I was just such a. It was so effective, and then it led into one of the better scares when the when the kid goes into the basement and Pennywise and like there's like a mummy or something there. That was a really cool scene. Um, uh, what 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 are those early on like introducing the team uh, scare scenes? Uh, did you guys enjoy or freak you out the most of like the main group? Let's see. Uh, which one do you count for 
Bills. Is it seen Georgie? Uh, yeah, the I basement. guess so. Because that might have been my favorite one. Yeah, when Pennywise comes because out of the water. That was oh, when it was. Did you guys notice that it was a puppet? He was basically using his dead body as a puppet. Oh my god, that's fucked up, man. That's it a, is. That that's one mean clown. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Ugh. Josh, what about did you? Everybody, did everybody get their own scare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where was Richie's? Uh, no, he didn't get one. That's the th- that was that was his because he was afraid of clowns. When he, when he saw the um his poster. His poster. Oh, that was late later in the movie though. Still got a scare. Fair enough. No, but like everybody had their like uh like Bev. It was the the blood and um, before they met up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Look. Um, hmm, I don't no, because remember he spends the whole movie saying nobody can, nobody. You, what are you guys talking? You guys about? are crazy. I, I haven't seen any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it, I, I guess this can count because it is, it does have all the kids. But even though it was in the trailer, the photo projector scene lived up to oh my, my God, expectations. That was amazing. <laughs> so the that was, that's so creepy. Oh my God! Because like first he get first he like somehow imprints himself into the photos and then at, he just uh, bursts out of the screen he's like 30 feet tall and trying to attack trying to attack everybody and ah oh, man <laughs> very unsettling very unsettling um also an- another really small detail that um i noticed uh early on and they, it actually got um attention paid to it later on is whenever there was a scene where one of the either Bev's dad or Bowers' dad was watching TV. If you listen closely, and they didn't cut to the TV the first time, but if you listen closely to the TV, it's like a children's show. And the yeah, that host... comes in later. It was uh, Bev's dad. Yeah, yeah, no, but like early on, it was like you just heard the audio from it. You really didn't see the screen, but like the TV host was talking about like these about really messed up like clowns and floating and killing and and stuff like that. And they finally kind of give in. And when Henry Bowers kills his dad, the TV kind of like talks him into it. And there was a scene early on with Bev and her dad where, I guess, I think Pennywise tries to do the same thing, but Bev doesn't uh, buy into it or, to it or whatever. And it's, it, yeah, yeah, like I said, that's just another one of those little details that I was I was somehow able to know, to notice. And I'm sure there's plenty more of those kind of details that I completely missed, which is why I'm definitely going to re- be revisiting this at some point. Were there any other moments like that, that, like the TV or the librarian that got your skin crawling a little bit? Nothing that we haven't already talked about, really. Uh, just, I don't know, just every time, really, to me, anytime Pennywise is on screen, it just yeah. had me, like, no specific moment. Just, like, all, they're all, every time he's there, um, it just, it just creeps me out. It just yeah. makes me feel, like, really, legitimately, like, afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I loved, like, at the end, uh when basically in like the big battle whatever um there's like a, it goes from and this is why partly i think the directing is so good it goes from a scene that made me like almost like not crying but like really like emotional that scene with uh georgie and uh what's his name uh the main kid bill, bill. bill. um those two and i was like oh my god this is really great stuff and then about five seconds later i'm like holy shit this is terrifying and Pennywise is scary. Please go away. Please kill him. And like, it's just all that's every time he shows up, I'm just like, please kill this clown. Make yeah. it go away. I don't like, I don't like it being here, but you also love him being there. 
Yes, I do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cody, any other scenes that got under your skin? I mean, everything. Yeah. But I particularly liked talking spooky scenes right now, right? Yeah, spooky as hell. Let me think. Uh, nothing that we haven't talked about that I can think of right now. Okay. Um, probably the most unnerving scene for me personally, and I think Cody will agree, is the scene right before Henry Bowers Ugh. kills his dad with the cat. I just checked out immediately. Shoot the cat. I was, oh, was bad. I was like, okay, let me. I I was with a friend, and I was just like, let me know when it's over. And sh- thankfully, there. Thankfully, no kitty was harmed during the production, which was good. Um, it's good. I mean, if it was the book, <laughs> they would have said it. There's a scene where. Um, don't tell me. I don't want to know. It's not a cat. Okay, I don't care then. Is it a child? Henry Bowers uh, poisons Mike's dog. Oh, that's not nice either. You have to read him doing it and watching the dog die. Ugh. It's so fucked up. Yikes. Hashtag sad. Um, so, a couple questions. Actually, one awkward scene that just kind of, I don't know, as a 22-year-old man person i don't know a man yet um it kind of gave me the made me uncomfortable is the scene where they go swimming yeah how well first of all they're all in their underwear and that's weird and then they that's that's what they did i know but like and then we're supposed to ogle over what we know irl and in the in the movie is like a 15 year old girl sunbathing in her underwear and i don't know that just makes me uncomfortable, personally. Uh, I just, yeah, that's kind of it's just icky. That's all. I don't. Did you enjoy that scene? <laughs> did it, it not was necessary make you feel to weird? show the puberty? Yeah, I know, and that kind of goes into another scene that was cut out, and it's just here it, we are, everybody. Just okay when it's kids involved. No thanks. Just hey, give them, have them wear shorts. I don't know. So, like, what did you make of the swimming scene? Oh, I mean, what about it? Just they're in their underwear, and like that's you know, I was like fifteen. Did you like it? I definitely don't have the FBI on speed dial right now. (laughs) No, it's not that I like. Like that's that's weird. Um, but like it's like they're kids. It's like that's what they do. I know, but I don't want to watch. They're thirteen-year-old boys looking at a fifteen-year-old girl. It's creepy. It's creepy. Maybe to you, but it's like I when I was thirteen. Isn't that what you were doing? I was I was making memes. I was respecting women, not ogling women. I don't know. It's creepy. That's all. It's just creepy. I don't want to watch 13-year-old boys in their underwear go swimming and then check out a 15-year-old girl and also... Whatever. You know it could be worse, so let's... Yeah, I know. And I need to talk... That's a perfect (laughs) lead-in to this. I didn't know this. I am a pop culture person. I know a lot of things about things I've seen, and I don't know some things about things I haven't seen. So for me to go 22 years of my life and about, I don't know, eight years of my knowledge of media life, not knowing that there was a child, there was an orgy scene in Stephen King's It is kind of a miracle in a way. Well, here's the thing. Orgy is a very strong yeah, yeah. word. No, that's what it's what it is. How do you write that? We have that? to talk about this because it's like, it's a... It's I didn't a know little, what ha- I didn't... I it's, just, a, it's, a little it's, it's a little co-author of the book named cocaine it's a it's a detailed scene in the book too yeah it's like i don't know that's just creepy to me i'm super excited i don't know how can how does stephen king able to write like 20 minutes for you you, cody fuck that maybe maybe i took two page two two minutes to read a whole page i would be 
I feel bad. When they read those audiobooks, they like talk slow and like. Oh, this guy's really good. You've been listening to shitty audiobooks. I know. Um, I uh, yeah, like you said, Cody, co-written by cocaine. I guess cocaine's a hell of a drug, as they I mean, say. I understand the point of the scene, but there's a thousand different ways that you could have handled that better. There's a million different ways. How yeah. about? I just, I, you know what, you know what, I can't wait for. I can't wait for 30 years from now when they remake it again, and instead of taking having an orgy or a blood oath, they just spin their fidget spinners, you know, and dab <laughs> on it. it. How, that'd be funny. They all, they, all, they all spin the fidget spinner and, like, pass it around. It's like, now it's forever, you know? <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, it would be really funny. Actually. So let's, let's talk for a minute about Pennywise again, and not not so much about him but about the people who could have played Pennywise so I'm going to read you guys a quick little short list of actors that were considered for the role um one of which was Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies and Dunkirk ah fuck that why do you hate him so much because he didn't deserve that Oscar he was great okay moving on moving on Richard Armitage who's a person I guess he was that's the guy from the Hobbit yeah Hugo Weaving ah Ben Mendelsohn. Which one's that? Rogue One. Oh, shit. Director Krennic. Yeah. And <laughs> this is my favorite one. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> Tilda Swinton, my dude. Way okay with a... Wouldn't have even complained about that one. Yeah, she could totally do that. Or he could totally do that. What I'm about, still not sure. What about the... What about a uh, Poulter? Yeah, him. Oh, yeah, him too. Forgot about that. He guy. was he was going to be Pennywise. Yeah, I'm 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 glad Skarsgård got it. To be honest, I'm <sighs> I want his star to rise so hard, so high into the sky, um, high above yeah, all the you know sex dungeon like, orgies. Each other. Yeah, um, just like a big good inside family feud in the exactly. Skarsgård house. Uh, another, I guess uh, we can round out the positives now. My last positive is not so much something the movie did right; it's that it didn't do wrong, and is that it it veered as far away from nostalgia as it could, and I love that about it. The only the only thing I kind of fangirled over was that Batman was in the movie theater arcade. I kind of cried there for a minute, um, but they just like, you know, they didn't do like oh, you know. What was even happening in the 80s? Ronald Reagan and, yeah. hey, how about that, you know, Soviet Union, Berlin Wall stuff? Like, it was, it was so, it was of the 80s, but it wasn't about the 80s, you know? Like, well, Stranger to be things fair, did, yeah, Stranger let's things think about did that, that a little bit to a lesser degree. They kind of, they leaned into the culture aspects of it, which I just kind of cringe at. But this one did feel like you could pick it up and place it in just about any time period and it would have worked. And it wasn't overbearingly 80s. It just happened to be set in the 80s. But uh, What yep, were you saying, yep. Cody? So to be fair, the point about the Soviet Union was this takes place in 1989. Right. Soviet Union was pretty much done at that point. I know. So it wasn't really a threat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But just in general, like they didn't make any of those stupid fucking 80s references i'm just so done with i'm done with us glorifying the 1980s that's all the 80s were so cool you weren't there bro they were so much better than nostalgia that was actually my favorite part of the movie and the book is that it makes me um nostalgic for being a kid these people acted just like kids actually act they talked like kids actually act totally crazy 
there's every whenever a kid's movie tries to have other than maybe Stand by Me, which is another Stephen King movies that try to have like child actors and kids have emotional moments just never ring true to me because maybe it's just because this says a lot about me but I never had those kind of like emotional heart to hearts with my friends when I was like 12 or whatever so I always find it a little bit disingenuous when movie characters do and um like you have those moments with your parents not your friends really like if Mm -hmm. your friend has a bad day you just say oh you know stop being a pussy and punch him in the face basically where (laughs) I don't know that that did not work for me like you had to have it with this movie but it's like that's that was the mo. That kind of took me out of the whole. Oh, these are kids thing because you know kids don't talk like that. So let's move on to dislikes. Uh, what do you have, Cody? Uh, there's too many Dutch angles. <laughs> Other than that, nothing. I really, really like the movie. I can't think of anything. Cool, cool. There's I, there's really not a lot that I didn't like about it. Yeah. Um, my only main complaint is the. It's kind of a Stephen King trope, so it's one of those things you just kind of learn to accept. But the the one-dimensional bully is kind of, you know, it's just something he does that I'd never really buy into all the way. But it's just something he does. Um, I don't think he was that one-dimensional. And, I mean, when you see, like, his dad. Yeah, but what does that say about him? It says that he's treated like shit. Okay. He's but what about, him, what about him makes him... You know, what about it makes him do those things to other people, though, and be the kind of person he is? Because, yeah, that... His dad the, probably beats up on him. Okay, but why does he do that to other people? Because that's what, the only way he knows how to interact do. with people. I know, and that's, you know, that's perfectly That's not one dimensional. But people, people are, yeah, people are more complex than that. There's, like, mm, in grand, you they? can't... I think so. There's, you know... Maybe he does... Maybe that compounded with some sort of fear or anxiety that he has, or maybe there's some like dynamic in his friend group, and that's just that's something like with Stand by Me. That's another thing, you know. Stand by Me is, is even less developed because it's just Kiefer Sutherland with a knife the whole time, and he's like, "I'm just a bully. <laughs> that's what I do." And that's another <laughs> thing. It's like those kind of bullies don't exist in the real world. There's no bully who goes around stabbing kids and like, you know and literally saying he's going to kill people and trying to kill people and killing people that who does he kill his dad oh yeah we were talking a, about yeah, keeper yeah. sutherland weren't we oh uh, no i was no i was talking about the it, oh no yeah he murders his dad and tries to kill the kids yeah boom there you go um and uh, he gets just, thrown down a there's hole a, i just think with stephen king bullies there's a much more clever way to do a bully than somebody who's got an abusive father and you know lashes out and and just likes and likes to hurt people there's just that's doesn't that's never rung that's never been particularly not realistic but genuine or really interesting to me and henry bowers he's a mean son of a bitch and i enjoyed him in the movie but i've i think this could have been an opportunity to do something a little bit something different and maybe a little bit more uh just more interesting with with that kind of a character and they they just they played him as you know, like I'm sure he is in the book, and that's fine. But I wanted a little bit something more. You get to look into like his insight yeah. more. Like, like he has like point of view chapters. Okay. In the that's book. Interesting. All right. Um, and another little thing is that Bev killing her dad just kind of gets glossed over. I don't think she bit. killed him. Well, she just knocked him moved. out. Well, I mean, he was bleeding. Probably a gave lot. him a concussion. So head wounds bleed. 
Yeah. And for something that drastic as like, cause she and Henry, that's kind of their, that's one of the interesting parts of the movie is how similar they are in general. And she just, she chooses to, um, put her anger in a completely different place than Henry Bowers does. And I just wanted a little bit more kind of closure with her story. Cause we just, she, le- she, you know, hits her dad with like a vase or something like that. And then just leaves. And then the last scene, she's like, oh, I'm moving to wherever. Bye. And she just goes. Like, where is she going and why? Like, what's her, her dad have to do with it? Because, like, we have no reason to believe that he's, you know, not go- is going to let her go, you know? And wouldn't she get well, in trouble? I don't trouble think it has anything she... to do with letting. Like, well, Remember, she, she says, I'm not your little girl anymore. He's not going to say, oh, you're not allowed to stay here anymore. I'm going to yeah. abuse you. Yeah, just every, it just seems like everybody's storyline but hers got a resolution. Like, Eddie finds out that his parents were, or his mom was giving him placebos, and the other kid got to be an... Uh, Gazebos? Didn't, didn't they make that joke in the movie? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right, that's... I'm not going to feel bad for that misspeak, so fine. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And you then, didn't like, say gazebos, you said placebos. Shut up. Oh, I did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> that was a funny joke, though, now that I remember it. Uh, like, Richie... And Richie really didn't have much of like a back a home kind of story. Mike, uh, yeah, well, Mike got something. I don't, it, just, it seems like a lot of people that were in the periphery got kind of like a beginning, middle, end to their story. But Bev didn't. She got a good beginning, a middle, but her the end was just a little murky. And I would be fine if the movie kind of told that. Like, uh, I not. You know, it'd take a couple extra minutes on the runtime, sure, but it's that's a part of her story that I think I would want to know, um, and I think that might be important. But um, oh, and I actually did forget about one thing: is that the ending of Pennywise in the in the tunnel or in the sewers or whatever, and he says he, he tells the kids like, "Hey, if you leave me with Bill, I'll just you know I'll be on we'll my sleep. way, and you guys I'll let you guys leave. Just let me kill him," and. Richie in that scene because it's such a cheesy kind of like Goonies sort of ending. It's like it's he's awesome. Just, I like where it. He, where he's just like you know, Bill, maybe come down the sewers, blah blah blah. Now you have to kill this fucking clown, and that's such a cheesy thing, but I loved it. That was such just <laughs> Finn Wolfhard's fantastic, and again, I hope he moves out of this like child acting phase and becomes a serious you know, like a Matthew McConaughey or something like that, because I just loved that delivery and that scene so, so much. And it worked all the way. And just, he's the, the best character in the movie. I loved, loved, loved his character. Uh, what did you think about the ending, Cody? You started to say something. Did I? I think so. Maybe not. Okay. I uh, don't, um, Josh, any I dislikes? Yeah. Um, I guess, like... Maybe there were some jump scares that I thought were a little lazy. Yeah, it's um, a jump scare. Huh? It's, a, it's just a jump scare. Yeah, it's, I still don't like it. Um, nothing major that like bothered me. Yeah. Just like stuff like. Mm. It might have been a yeah, little I, long. Yeah, maybe. And I know I just said I wanted the movie to be longer with yeah, that storyline. Cut but... out. Honestly, the Jewish kid, and I I know he take he makes a he has an important role in the second part, I guess. But does he? Maybe you. Just, I thought you said he did. Mike does. Tell you. Not him. Oh, not I Mike. can tell you what happens to him. Nah, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, I don't. I he just 
sort of did nothing for me. And Mike got sort of sidelined too. But again, it's a big cast. You got to do things. Um, but cut out. I can't really think of anything. It was every. But there was just. I guess the length of scenes is probably what could have been trimmed down. Some of them went a little bit too long. Um, that's okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Eddie's. You know. After he fell down the roof and broke his arm, that might have been the scariest thing I saw in the whole movie. When with his arm like was just yeah, in was ninety different up. places, it was like a foot longer than his other arm. Oh, that was so, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, he reminded me of Fred Savage. That's who he reminded me of. Oh, I see that. Go. Boom. I was trying to think of who it was. But, um, Josh, do you have some possibilities for it? Hashtag Chapter Two. Some casting ideas that you have. Um. I mean, the one. I mean, I, I was not completely wrong when I said Tobey Maguire for Eddie, but Ugh. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, well, it's twenty-seven years later, right? Yeah, twenty. Yeah, so they'd be, be about thirty, about forty, I guess. Yeah, it'll somewhere in there. I mean, um, so I guess I, there's one suggestion I saw, and I think it's freaking brilliant. Is a uh, Bill Hader as Richie? Oh yeah, yep. totally. I saw that's, that one too. I want that. That's yeah. amazing. Um, I mean, and, then, and this I, is and this is like, yeah, you you kind of would think that oh, you know, we're casting casting for a horror movie sequel is like, you know, casting older versions of characters. Like, okay, why would I want to do that? But the fact of the matter is, this movie was a critically acclaimed. B is like the talk of the town, basically, and. C overperformed by sixty million dollars in its opening weekend. It's a hundred million dollar movie, so I think yeah. I think they could maybe other than like DiCaprio, they could probably get whoever they wanted. Be like, oh, by the way, it part two. You want in? I in any actor would be like, absolutely yes, because you're in the conversation. This is going to be so hotly anticipated. It's going to be insane. People are going to freak out and in excitement for this movie. Um, uh, what are some other? I mean. Either Chastain or Bryce Dallas Howard for Bev is pretty obvious. I was thinking Amy Adams the entire time I was watching the really? movie. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. She might be a little bit too old by then. That's possible. But, but no, the um, the actress who played Bev said that she wanted uh, Jessica Chastain to play her. Yeah, I could definitely see Chastain taking that role. She'd be fantastic. Um, Jaden Lee, let's, what about Bill? Who are we thinking about for Bill? Um, Bill, I'm trying to think. I forgot what he said, who he said I wanted to play him. I didn't even hear who they said. Yeah. I mean, you obviously need a leading man. Yeah. You need somebody who can... What, what leading men? I would love to see... It's not going to happen. Luis Guzman. Stop it. <laughs> He's white. We need another white person. Um, shoot. Now I can't. I'm completely drawing a blank. That sucks. Oh well. Um, Ben, he's the fat kid, right? Doesn't he? He like yeah. blows up between chapter one and two, if I remember correctly. So maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm Kevin really, James. Stop. He it. doesn't. He's not fat. No. I'm so um, bad. I'm so bad at on the spot casting. It's just. Let's see. He said that he wants play. Chris Pratt to play him. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe. But you could probably, well, you Chris could probably Pratt was Chris a tubby Pratt boy too, so that's true. That's true. Um, Wyatt Olaf, St- Michael Stuhlbarg, because he played a good Jewish person in 
a very a serious man or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm very. I think um, the kid or Stan, the guy who played the Jewish kid, wanted what's his face, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Levitt to play him in the sequel. Can we not with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? He's why do you hate him? I just don't like him. I don't know he's why. He's awesome. He's, he's a fantastic actor. He, he's fine. I guess he's Eddie. Fan. He's awesome. Eddie wanted Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal should get a spot. He should be Bill. Yeah, there we go. Jake Gyllenhaal's Bill. Boom, got it. Um, Zeddy. No, JGL tries too hard, my dude. JGL should be Bill. No. I don't know that much. I'd I'd watch it. I've just never been impressed with him. I think I just I always think he does he's good in Looper. He's not great in Looper. He's incredible in Don John. John is a shit movie. That's an that's a fantastic movie. You shut your mouth. That's a movie about isn't it a movie about like the Jersey Shore? It's a guy who watches Basically. porn. Okay. It's a guy That's who overcomes his obsessions, and it's awesome. Obsession it's with... There's a there's a um. <laughs> there's a bit from Norm Macdonald that I love, and it's about um how people talk about say alcohol is alcoholism is a disease. And he's like, what do you mean? You mean you're sitting down next to somebody with pancreatic cancer? It's like, what disease do you have? I have pancreatic cancer. What about you? Me? I like to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about people with porn addictions and just any any addiction really just stop doing it that's not a disease just stop doing it it's easy that thing you're doing don't do it cured boom uh, uh, hot take hot take very hot take just willpower that's all you need uh, but I'm addicted to memes so I shouldn't be the one to talk um, Michael Stuhlbarg I want to get in there Bradley Cooper would be interesting I think Bradley Cooper for Bill would be good yeah and I'm always down cool. for more. Bradley Cooper's so underused, and I need to see him in like nine movies a year. Uh, J- John Krasinski would be interesting too. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I like that too. They're not doing him. They're not using him for Nathan Drake anymore. So, might as well. Uh, I didn't know they were to begin with. So no, they weren't. Breaking that was just news. who I wanted them to get. So. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, no, yeah. I hope they get. They. I hope they think out of the box a little bit, and you know. And I all unknowns. Just, yeah, all, exactly. Uh, all right, you guys, uh, any further thoughts on it? Go see it. Oh, he did it. He did it. It. He did it. It's great. Oh, boy. Uh, let's it. give it a grade. Josh, why don't you start? Is the shit. Um, oh, he did it again. It's, just like, <laughs> it's like watching Eminem perform. It's like, wow. It's amazing. I just, uh, yeah. Um... Uh, I don't know. You go first. I don't. I don't do this. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah, eight because it's not eight only because it's not as scary. I think it might be a little bit too long, and um, that's about it. Uh, because like compared to the the Conjuring, made me shit myself basically, and this was like about half as scary as the Conjuring. So, like comedies. You know, I grade a comedy based on how much I laugh, and I grade a horror, me- a horror movie on how much I'm scared. But um, I think the thing about this is you could take the scares away, just like you could in some action movies. You could take the action scenes away, and the movie would stand on its own. So I give it, it a lot of credit. Stand by that. me, exactly. Uh, with a cl- with a clown for some reason. Um, yeah, so I'll go eight. Yeah, Cody, give it a nine. Nice, Josh. Moment of truth. Eight and a half, sure. Okay, cool. Running the gambit. Awesome. 
uh watching reading listening to real quick josh why don't you start us off uh what did i watch i watched did i listen to anything what did i do i don't know um let's just look through here you are the best uh, at i watched conversations with yourself i have to say i know i, I am i know uh i watched uh, american psycho for the first time yeah Ooh, what'd you that's think a good movie that was what the fuck is that movie good I don't even know what to make of it. See, I saw that a long time ago, and I didn't get it. But now I think, like the the, le- the further I'm away from seeing it, the more I'm kind of getting that movie. I'm realizing like, I, how good it is. There were times when I thought I got it. I was like, it's supposed to be like a satire, but then I'm just like, but like, I don't know. I'm not. Sure. I don't know. It's. I don't think anybody who made that knew what it was about. To be honest, it's like because then I, I like see like Christian Bale running naked through a hall with a chainsaw and i'm like this is this is pretty great and then like there's scenes and like the way he like his performance is amazing and then like he's like acting like it's just you know the day as usual even though he's like a psychopath and he's eating people um does he eat people pretty yeah he eats brains i think he said well i tried it once yeah he said yeah he's, he's like when he's confessing spoilers when he's confessing the whole what he did he's like i i had i cut his head off and i started eating his brain or i, I tried a little and i think i kind of liked it or something like that i don't know it's weird um so yeah that's a movie that exists and i don't know how i feel about it but i own it so i'll probably watch it again i think you'll um, i think you'll i think you'll appreciate it more as time goes on i don't think it's like well. the best movie ever made or something like anything like that but it's a fascinating film uh, yeah i also watched panic room and it's amazing oh, yeah. And it is, I think, my second favorite David Fincher movie. Cool. Behind what, Josh? Huh? Behind uh, Social Network. Thank you. And right above Fight Club. Stop it, please. Which is far above the game and Zodiac. Whoa. That's nice. There's a Goosebumps story that is apparently a lot like the game. Like R.L. Stein Goosebumps? Uh huh. Nice. In case you were wondering, I wasn't, but now I am. I like these bumps. <laughs> cool. Uh, Cody, go ahead. Oh, are you done, John? Well, I'm listening. Oh. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, he's done. Okay, executive decision. He's done. Cody, go ahead. I'm listening to it. Oh boy. Like I've said, a couple times. Um, playing yeah. Destiny two. Been playing Destiny two this entire time. Spoilers. Oh my god. What? So that's fun. Absolutely. Don't Should I, I buy Destiny? Huh? Should I buy Destiny? Buy Destiny 2. Don't get the first one. Why? What's wrong with the drugs? First? No What's one's going to play one? it anymore. It's an online oh. game. Sad. That's neat. I like video games. Just kidding. I don't. What about you, Mason? Me, Cody. Well, there is a new... A certain band... Oh, God damn. ...released a new single... I don't know. Oh my god! This past week, and uh, hey, Josh, 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 uh, you're the best thing about me. Oh. The best thing that ever happened to boy. You're the best thing about me. I'm the kind of trouble that you enjoy. And it's a bo- it's a jam. It's bopping. Can't wait for you two songs of experience. It's gonna be great. And I saw a couple of movies. It wasn't really. I didn't feel very strongly about any of them either way. Um, so for me, it's just going to be, hey, that that new U2 single is lit AF, my dudes. Dab. 
and Ugh. I I I, da- I said dab, but I whipped, so I don't know what that counts as. But uh, who are you? They're back, man. They're back. Between little things, the little things give you away, which I've heard on them play live. The blackout, which they released on Facebook, and you're the best thing about me, which they released as a single. I think I like you're the best thing about me the most. It's joyful, it's happy, and it makes me feel all warm and cozy inside. And I think that's what music is supposed to do. Just like the, just like the great songsmiths of ABBA. <laughs> Did you just compare ABBA to you two? Yes. Because ABBA is one of the only bands to capture joy in their music. Unfiltered. Well, you, know, you know what they say, Mason. What? You can dance. You can dance. Having the time of your life. I hate you both. It's, it's you can, you can, wait, no. You can, yeah, you, no, it's you can dance, you can jive. I don't think that's true. You can dance, you can jive, having oh, the fuck. time of your wrong. life. So next week we got a fun double feature. I hate We got Abba a double so bill. Oh my God. We got a double bill next week. What are you seeing? Mother is coming out. Oh, and I can't wait for it. But we're also turning back the, the clock. We're turning back the clock, Josh, and we're going to be revisiting officially for the first time ever. Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Oh, Boom. nice! It's happening. I guess Why not? I already did, sure. but we're gonna we're gonna do it. Officially. I'll probably I'll probably not end up not watching it, but okay. You have to. We're it's that's the point of the discussion. Uh, I, I saw watched, it. I watched Star Wars movies. You need to give it another shot. It's you, so you like Star Wars, not good. Just watch it again. That's I don't want do. to. <laughs> it is good. Do Make sure you watch the director's final cut. Though. Yeah. What's the difference? Not much. A lot. Oh. Wow. Well, there, there's, a, <laughs> there's a topic of discussion, my dudes. <laughs> Woo! All right. Already starting pre-pro, baby. Okay, cool. Um. So, until next time, when we talk about Mother and Blade Runner, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter and other places. RealFlix.podbean.com. you Yes. What I think you, what you meant to say was you can float with us on Twitter. Oh. At, you know. at underscore RealFlix podcast. And send us an email at RealFlixPodcast.com. Guess, Guess who just earned their Christmas bonus? Yes. Yes. Oh, by the way, Josh, I want to let you know officially that I have The Exorcist, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street in my possession. That I'm going to watch so I. for Halloween for the first time ever. So the least you can do is watch Blade Runner. Anyways, until next time. But I've seen Blade Runner already. Watch it again. At <laughs> underscore Reflex, like I said. And until next time, Josh, Cody, we will all float down here. Yes, we'll we will float. So long. Go watch. Don't do that. Where'd that beeping noise come from? That's weird. <laughs> Strange, my dudes. Hmm. Tears of a cloud And there's no one